gonna go back in time. We're going back in time to the monster risk, but we're gonna, we skipped two states. You skipped uh, Maryland. Uh, some, are we going back to Maryland? We're going back to Maryland. I think we never did Maryland. Uh, I'm confused. I'm let's, confused. We'll just cut. Let's we'll go just, backwards. Let's start we'll go, uh, from no, the, the last state. Meet okay, down the middle. So, did you comb your hair? No. Did it nice. look nice? No, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> you made me blush. Uh, or let's just go, like the Snallygaster. The Snallygaster, early summertime in Maryland, residents claimed the giant reptilian bird soared to the skies of the state. The ravenous creature would swoop down and pluck plets, game slot, glug, and blah, 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 blah. Sometimes it's on the ground, just right over the sky. The Snallygaster, dude, remember I told you it looks like Ridley from yeah, fucking Yeah, we did Samus. this, right? Yeah, we did do this. Okay, so I'm just going to... I'm just going to rehash. Are you going to do it super fast? Super fast, yeah. We have reports. Reports on the Northern Railroad in the 30s and the middle of the spur from Bearhanger in 1948. 1973, local man named James was a person who came to the Snallygaster. The Okay, and here's the Goat Man. What is it with goats? Kentucky has its own legend of goats in Texas and Missouri and so does Maryland, Prince George, country, blah, blah, blah. There's goats. An axe rolling, uh, an axe rolling goat man chasing automobiles near Bellsville stretch this years. Okay, I don't remember this. This sounds like a myth. Uh, the, the entity was a goat farmer seeking revenge on Chinese who killed his livestock, a monster created by the Bettsville Agriculture Research Center, a natural monster native to the area, the goat man, wielding monster axe The goat man. It sounds like a, a Greek mythology monster. Yeah, like the... God of War. The Minotaur. Fucking, yeah, the Minotaur with a big ol' axe. A Washington Post story in 1971 about the death of a pet included quotes from locals blaming the goat man. If the goat man killed the bat pet... He must have been really mad. Fucking sweet dad jokes. <laughs> My favorite. Uh, we're the Skiesville monster. Bigfoot was popular in the United States in the 1970s. Missouri's Maryland was no exception. Enter the Skiesville monster. What do you mean? I just, the Skiesville. I just read all that perfectly. He didn't. <laughs> Uh, in 1973, the area around Skiesville, northwest of Baltimore, was stalked by a Bigfoot-like creature with reports of encounters with Toe Farron that the hunted by the police and game warden zoo officials, officials and professional paranormal investigators. According to the Carroll Times, police took out a plastic cast of a footprint that was 13 inches long and 7 feet wide. What the fuck was that? What were you reading? <laughs> the fucking Skiesville monster. It's, the, oh. it's like the sky, Maryland's version of the Bigfoot. Oh. You see, didn't comprehend anything no, I just said? No, dude. <laughs> Another research in a little circuit of puzzle. I'm interested in cryptology. I'm interested in and then there's all the skies for a month. Circular, I was fashion fashion. I'm going to this guy. When there was a dog wandering the banks, the dog simply sniffed on the weeds and the water circle. No, there's the dog thing. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go to this sound and there's a little monster. Made a ticking sound. I'm smelling like a fox here. Oh, shit, dude. That was crazy. That was a, that was a scary <laughs> one. <laughs> That's fucking grave one. Strickler returned to the vehicle, drove in the town, and called the police. Within an hour, there was filled with police on the creature. They never found it. Damn, son. Yeah, that was Maryland. Okay, so we're going to get back. So we're going to catch up. We're going to go really fast. Massachusetts. Uh, Dude, we did this already. <laughs> we I know. Did we're this going last back. Time. I said we're going back in time. We did this last time. We're going back in time. All right. We, I da, remember da, this is the third time I've seen that picture. Da, 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 back in time. This isn't very Rocktober. <laughs> no. Uh, many Native Americans believe in the mythology of the little people, the one problem in Western the legend of Pugwaji, and the affection of the giant mushrooms, and the Pugwaji was between a lot of Indians playing tricks on them, and then it's the children, burning their villages, and Pugwaji was described as a human like tool, three feet tall, with large noses and skinny ears. Their skin is gray, and modern times people have reported encountered Pugwaji's. In Freetown, Fall Riverside State Forest. 
Don't skip it. Keep listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Thunderbird. Another Native American legend, the Thunderbird. Passing. <laughs> the Denver Demon. A few, uh, the Dover Demon. A few days after, in the spring of 1977, the town of Dover was terrorized by a demon. Around 10.30 p.m. on April 21, 17-year-old Billy Bartlett saw a four-foot-tall humanoid creature standing near wall on the farm street. The creature had a head like a watermelon <laughs> and glowing orange eyes, but no mouth or nose. Bartlett told the Boston Globe in 20, 2006 that the demon was real. Quote, I have no idea what it was. I definitely know I saw something. The what? Uh... The Dover Demon. Yeah, we yeah we talked about. I this. remember this. Yeah. Five more witnesses came out claiming to see a thin Dover demon in 1975, and then I knew the kids were all they had were good kids. The whole thing was quite unusual. Okay, we got one more. And then we'll go back to well. Then we'll start talking normal. <laughs> then go to what? <laughs> what are you doing? Why don't you? Why do? You, why don't even record this? Why? Because this was in the last episode. No, this was not in the last episode. Yeah, it was. The During minute. the autumn of 1981, pets and livestock were slaughtered by an unknown creature around Truro. You're like fucking with me purposely, the, dude. The first <laughs> Cape Cod. The first victims were dozens of cats found torn apart in an area of a small town. Various deaths continued through 1981 and into 1982, where hogs were found injured, their flanks ripped by deep claw marks. According to a story in the New York Times, suspects uh, suspected wild dogs until sightings began. Uh, locals, being, locals began reporting a large furry creature that didn't, they did not recognize. The clear sign was married by a married couple uh, near to William and Marcia Maduras who were taking a walk near head of the Meadborough Beach. They had a very definite, uh, long, rope-like tail like the letter J. We figured it was about as tall as up to our knees and weighed 60 or 80 pounds. The animal had a cat-like face and short ears. Marshall Maderas was convinced they had seen a mountain lion. But others aren't so clear. I don't understand what the fuck you just said, dude. Don't worry, okay. Something just... about a bunch of mang mangled cats. Okay, now we're going... Like st I don't know why you keep fucking around with me for so long. Now we're gonna go to state twenty-five. This is where we left. This is where yeah, we people left. People are still listening. Six <laughs> minutes of nonsense. I'm sorry, but we just had to rehash those two states that we missed. We're going into Missouri. Missouri. Once a territory of France, Missouri was dotted with French names that we consistently mispronounced, like the city of Versailles. I'm very. I'm from Missouri myself, and I even have a hard time with this. Missouri is known for jazz, barbecue, cattle, baseball, and the outlaw Jesse James, and is also known to have space penguins. We can't forget about the space penguins. We just made that up, didn't it you? It says right here. <laughs> I'm reading this shit. Though. I'm reading. Right the, what is that? <laughs> this is the Momo. Momo. Why does that sound familiar? Space penguins. We'll get to the Momo. Can you just cool All your right. jets, bro? You're getting a little bit too... You're talking too fast. You're talking too <laughs> fucking fast. You're making no sense. We lost uh, all the listeners. It's fine. This is if you're still here, then damn. That's yeah. commitment right there, son. I'm in. I know, right? I would just edit all this out. I should. You don't edit stuff. anything out unless <laughs> you're giving it to Fitzy now. I know. Okay, so the mushroom was out of place. It was also green, metal, and enormous. Farmer Claude Edwards found the metallic mushroom in a field on St. Valentine's Day, 1967, and went on to investigate it. 
At the base of the structure were a number of creatures about three feet tall, which resembled green waddling penguins with large black eyes. What the fuck? Acting like an ir any rational evolved human, he armed himself with rocks and heaved the Stone Age tools toward the ship. So this stone guy just started. Stone Age tools. So this guy just started throwing rocks at the big ass space rocks penguins. At, at penguins. At the space penguins. Green penguins, huh? <laughs> However, Edwards and his rocks ran into a force field about 15 feet in front of the craft that kept him away from the penguins. The whole thing took over five minutes, maybe ten, Edwards told the press about his encounter with the mushroom. I have never seen anything like it. It looked like shiny silk or something, I couldn't tell. I was going to tell, though, if I could have hit it with one of them down rocks. And apparently agitated by Edwards' aggressive behavior, the penguins went back into their mushroom and took off into the sky. Oh, they didn't do anything? Wait, they flew? <laughs> yeah, they flew into their mushroom. And then the mushroom a mushroom? Flew. What the yeah. fuck? That, sounds like, a, that sounds like a guy. I sounds, read this one slow. Yeah, but <laughs> you sound like you're making shit up. So a, a, a shroom. Green <laughs> penguins get up, came out of a space mushroom. Space penguins come out of a mushroom. A mushroom. That this sounds dude, like he was on drugs, This dude, dude sees the space penguins. Starts chucking rocks at him. And then the penguins... Like, Quack back inside their mushroom and they take off. They like bounce. It's like fuck this clown. I'm doing this shit. That's I was gonna fucking weird. I was gonna show him my baseball cards, but this fucking doesn't get to see shit. I wish I could see. I can see it now. It's fucking. All right. Sightings of the Missouri monster, Momo for short, began near the small town of Louisiana in the mid 1900s. But it wasn't until a spate of encounters in the early 70s that this seven-foot-tall, hairy biped got national attention in Missouri. Momo. Momo, the Missouri monster, but I don't know why they call it. It's from a small town of Louisiana. According to the Missouri Folklore Society, the first major sighting occurred in 1971 when Joan Mills and Mary Ryan were picnicking north of town smelled something terribly awful. We were eating our lunch, and we both wrinkled up. Oh no, it's at the same time. I had never smelled anything as bad in my life. So I was smelling the, the Momo. Yes. <laughs> Thinking they did rouse a family of skunks, the young women considered abandoning their picnic. What they saw next made them sure of it. A monster was watching them. It had hair over the body as if it was an ape. Yet the face was definitely human. It's more like a hairy human than anything so, else. So uh, Bigfoot. Yes, yeah, so a Bigfoot. The beast lurched from the bushes and stepped toward the woman. They screamed, ran to their car, and locked their doors. And the monster tried to get into the car, and the woman realized the extent of the danger they were in. Mills' keys were in her purse that sat on their picnic blanket down the hill. Sitting in their car with a panic, Mills accidentally bumped the car horn, and the monster ran off. But not before eating their sandwiches. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Did you make that part No, up? I'm reading it. Because it sounds like I would make something like that up. Just a fuck with you. By now, stories of the creature had spread all over town. According to the Riverfront Times, Louisiana man Pat Howard saw the creature running across the road near the Harrison property. Soon after, an Elis miner who lived north of Louisiana shined a flashlight in trees surrounding his home after his dog started barking at some sort of creature. He saw the monster. I could see its eyes or its face. Its ass? It had head down about to his hind parts. 
As soon as I don't throw my light at it, it whirled away and took off running. I just realized you were doing a voice. Really? I'm not doing a voice. Oh. Sightings continued <laughs> and posses were formed to hunt the creature, but to no avail. The Missouri monster remains a mystery, even to this day. A big for that like sandwiches. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, giants. Let's do a story about giants in Missouri. Giants. Like the okay, the Momo monster mentioned a lot of Louisiana, right? But Missouri and Louisiana are two different states. How far apart? They're pretty far close. Are they? They're pretty close. Don't well, I don't know anything about maps and shit like that. You don't know anything. Giants, <laughs> big old giant people. Stories of gigantic human skeletons crop up all across North America, and one such giant story is from Missouri. On April 9, 1885, the New York Times published the article Missouri's Buried City that chronicled the discovery of an enormous ancient city in a coal mine underneath the city of Mobile. What thrilled explorers were the size of the city's former inhabitants. What the hell? Quote, But the curiosity of the skeleton, Mr. Mohouse, who had a tape line with him measured the bones of the leg. The femur measured itself four and a half feet, and the tibia four feet and three inches long, showing that the creature, when alive, must have been endowed with both muscular power and quick action. The head bones had been in two places separated at the subgenital, and the coronal suturus having been destroyed. The party judged from the best behavior information to be obtained on such short time that the skeleton is at about three times as large of that of an average human being. So the uh, the bones of a Bigfoot. But they were afraid to attempt its removal this morning with the poor appliances at hand. Consequently, it was left where they were found to be moved at the earliest hour at the work that it could be done. Boring. So these fools claim they found this giant monster or giant, this giant bones giant bones in like some cave or some hill or some shit and then they it's like oh we can't excavate it because we don't have the tools we'll come back to it later but then they just never bothered to come back to it later. so they're lying yes it's all lie. <laughs> uh the night people young Vern Windsor often saw people outside his house at night they called themselves the night people so the vampires <laughs> yeah <laughs> the club the called night the night people, people. Um, Vern would look out his window to see people with large fish-like eyes walking around his yard and sometimes his neighbor's house. At times, this wasn't very strange to him. Quote, they were the not people. Okay. <laughs> so people with fish eyes? Yeah, fish eyes. They were the not people. Okay. Vern, now an adult living in nearby Liberty, Louisiana, thought the not people were normal. I'd wake up at night and see these people with big eyes with living a regular life, he said. I could see the faces. They're closed. They had kids. I do remember the adult mowing the lawn. But I thought it was the weird because I couldn't hear the mower. Night this people. gets this guy just fucking having like hallucinations. Night, night people. people. Sounds night. like all of them were either liars or on drugs. Yeah. It was the 70s. The shrooms with penguins in them. The children were playing in the yard the next day and I thought, hey, maybe I'll go out and play with them as well. What's weird, though, is the last time I saw them, it seemed like all of a sudden they seemed to notice that I had noticed them. One of the adults just looked at me and realized 
They see me now. The next thing I see, it's daylight, and I saw and never saw them again. If this was real, I probably wasn't perceived as a threat until I decided to come out and play, he had said. Hey, so this guy was just, he was just hallucinating. Come out and play. He was just hallucinating night people. When the night has come. come. Montana, I've Mon been there before, You've dude. You've been to Montana? I've been to Montana twice, son. It was tight. I didn't Mon see any monsters. Okay, so let's just... Uh, Last one. Just wrap it. Montana is big. Yeah, the end. <laughs> the end. Uh, did you end it? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lake, uh, Lake Monster. The Shunka Warkinkinen. This is a long story. Do I want to read this? Most evidence of cryptids involves fuzzy pictures, footprints in the plaster, and in some cases blood and hair samples. But with Montana's cryptid, the Shunka Wakanen, there's actually a body. The mounted creature measures 48 inches long, not including the tail, and stands 28 inches tall at the shoulder, according to the Montana Daily Chronicle. Rancher Israel Amon Hutchins saw, shot the animal on his property in 1886. And although the beast was unknown to white settlers, the, no the local Native Americans knew what it was, naming it the Shunkawakanen, meaning Shunkawakanen, that which carries off dogs. According Shunkawakanen. to Shunkawakanen, I was Shunkawakanen, scared of such a creature. <laughs> According to the book, Trails to Nature's Mystery is the Life of the Working Naturalist, written by Ross Hutchins, uh, he saw the wolf-like beast of dark color was chasing his grandmother's geese. Those who got a good look at the beast described it as being nearly black and having high shoulders and a back that sloped downward like a hyena. On the morning, Israel heard his dogs barking in alarm and got another shot at the hyena-like beast, and this time he was able to kill it. Bam. Just what the animal was and still an open question. After being killed, it was donated to a man named Joseph Sherwood, who kept the combination grocery and museum at Henry Lake in Idaho. It was mounted and displayed there for many, many years. Called it the Ringduckus. Ringduckus. The mounted the creature now back in the hands of the Hutchins family. Jack Kirby, Israel Hutchins' grandson, purchased the mounted Shunkawarkin. In, nine, in 20, 2007. I have a hard time reading today. Can you tell? Uh oh, yeah. You're getting buzzed up. I think I oh, can tell. I'm buzzed up, man. Okay. Uh, what the Shunka Rukkan Rukkanen was remains a mystery. Alright, the Harry Berry. <laughs> the Harry Berry? The Harry Berry eating monster. Newspapers in the 1800s were a bit more excited than the newspapers of today. Fucking with stories of. Yeah, it's another Sasquatch. It's all Sasquatches. An unnamed mountain man apparently saw a large hairy creature with a habit of raising on its hunches and walking on its hind legs, the manner of a gorilla. The witness claimed this mountain-like monster killed and ate several large bears and one mountain sheep. Um, although this was the only reported sighting of such a monster at the time, the mountains of South Montana near Wyoming border would be ripe for Bigfoot. So I went hiking in Montana and I didn't see any of that shit, but we were joking, like friends and people, they were like, careful with the Sasquatch, careful with this, there's bears and mountain lions and shit. Never saw anything, dude. Nothing yeah. at all. It's a good hider. 
We can do the Thunderbird. There's a lake monster in Montana. We're not going to talk about. We don't do lake monsters don't on this do podcast. Not think, yeah. We do not believe in lake monsters on this podcast. And if you have a problem with that, hit us up. Hit us up at unresearchedpodcast at gmail dot com and if, tell us why. If you have a really good lake monster story, let us know. Go to our Instagram. Go to our Facebook page. Hit up Saul. Hit up me. We don't believe in your fucking lame-ass lake monsters. Yeah, it's all bullshit. It's bullshit. Everything else is real. The melon heads, the land whale. The leprechauns and shit. Leprechauns, land whales, the, the big, puck wedges. The, the roach-sized people. No. The fuck monster. Did I say roach-sized? Whatever. Yeah. Big-ass roaches. All that shit is real, but you know what's not real? Lake monsters. So fuck you Green and penguins. fuck your lake monsters, Montana. We're not covering your lake monster. Yeah, good. You think, yeah. Are you doing a Thunderbird? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, I got an attention. I'm getting too sliced for you. getting too sliced up. All right, the Thunderbird is a Native American legend. We already covered Thunderbirds in all these other states. All these They all have the same. Just, just should we just like skip all the ones that are just repeating? I think you should sit down and do some research and pick out the good monsters from the remaining states. How much work that is? You got to, this you guy already did the work for me. I told him, "Hey, <laughs> just give me monsters from each state." And, he just, and he's just repeating. He probably and I'm not lazy. even sor- I'm not sorting my. I'm not s- citing my sources. Every other podcast cites their sources, and I'm like, "Fuck you!" No, I came up with this what? myself. Yeah. What happens if you don't? Nothing. Well, it's this guy that like that wrote this random fucking big giant ass article about monsters. Send office. me that. Send me the it's, states, I and can't. I'll look through it. I can't. You have to send it to me. You yeah, do the I got a, I got a, one of those now. I, I got it yesterday. You got a tablet? Yeah, son. What was it like 80 bucks? Tight. 60 something. Nah, 80 bucks, yeah. 70 something. Plus tax, son. It's sick, dude. I haven't even fired it up yet. All right, that was, uh, what was that, Missouri. And next we're going to That gonna was Montana. <laughs> was it Montana? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm going to get too sliced. You're getting sliced. You're getting sliced. Here and then uh, we'll be done. Yeah. All right, so we got Nebraska coming up next, and they have more Sasquatch, more lake monsters. We got alligators, Ooh. monkeys, bears. Vampires, kangaroos, Bigfoot. Bigfoot again. Uh, Nevada, more Loch Ness monsters. More it's just a re- it's repeating. A, a life-size Kirby. <laughs> Jigglypuff. <laughs> yeah, we Pokemon. got a side duck. A side duck. <laughs> We got Charmander, Charmeleon, Squirtle. Before they fucking evolve, son. <laughs> All right, that's it. Welcome back to the Monsterverse. We covered that. This was a terrible episode.